the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Peacemaking is a hallmark of God's children. And a person who is not a peacemaker is either not really a Christian or he's a disobedient Christian. A person who is continuously disruptive, divisive, and quarrelsome has good reason to doubt the reality of his relationship and salvation. Strong words from Pastor Leighton Sheely, and as you might imagine, he will back them up as we move through another edition of Study Verse by Verse from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'm so glad you've uh, chosen to spend a bit of your precious time with us as uh, we conclude this particular study. If you've missed part one, you can listen to it when you go to the website studyversebyverse.com. That's studyversebyverse.com. Here's Pastor Layton. Now, Jesus says something a little later in Matthew chapter 10, 34 that would seem to conflict, but it really doesn't. He said, Do not think that I have come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Now, at first, this might seem a total conflict with the calling that he has given us to be peacemakers. His meaning, however, was that it was not to bring peace at any price. You see, when believers bring truth to bear on a world that loves falsehood, there will be strife. And when believers set standards of righteousness before a world that loves wickedness, there is going to be conflict. Godly peace cannot exist until unrighteousness is exchanged for righteousness. And oftentimes, the process of that exchange is difficult and costly. Truth will often produce anger before it produces happiness, and uh, righteousness will produce antagonism before it produces harmony. No. The sword that Christ brings is the sword of His Word, which is the sword of truth and righteousness. And like a surgeon's scalpel, it must cut and it must hurt as it removes the sin. Because where sin remains, peace cannot exist. The great enemy of peace is sin. It's sin that separates men from God. It's sin that separates men from men. And this world is filled with strife and war because it is filled with sin. Isaiah 48.22 records these words of the Lord. There is no peace for the wicked, says the Lord. Peace cannot reign where wickedness reigns. Wicked hearts cannot produce a peaceful society. To talk of peace without talk of repentance is a, a vain and foolish pursuit. Jesus said, From within, out of the heart of men, proceed the evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All of these evil things proceed from within and defile the man. And James says in 3.16 following, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. But the wisdom from above is first pure and then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering and without hypocrisy. You see, regardless of what the circumstance or the situation might be, regardless of whether or not you're talking about an individual or nations in conflict, the cause of the conflict is sin. 
And until the sin is removed, conflict will continue. Until a person confronts his sin, it makes no sense to offer him a Savior. He doesn't understand. A number of years back, there was a billboard campaign. I found it. It was evangelistic. But too many who didn't understand, their response was, I never lost it. Because they didn't know how lost they were. Until a person confronts his sin, it makes no sense to offer him a Savior. Until a person faces his false notions, it makes no sense to offer him the truth. Until a person faces the enmity with God, it makes no sense to offer him peace with God. Believers cannot avoid facing the truth or confronting others under the disguise or the guise of peacemaking. No. You see, our model is Jesus, and Jesus never evaded the issue of wrong behavior or wrong doctrine. In fact, in Luke 23, as he's brought before the courts, Pilate said to the chief priests and the people, I I find no fault with this man. And they were all the more fierce, saying, He stirreth up the people, teaching throughout all Jewry, beginning from Galilee to this place. He's a troublemaker. He's always getting in people's face. He he doesn't let let the status quo. He doesn't let people slide. He doesn't let things slide. He's always confronting. He's a troublemaker. He's stirring up the people. Now, Jesus very often confronted. He confronted the woman at the well uh, with her immoral living. He said, the husband that you now have is not, the man that you now have is not your husband. The person who is not willing to disrupt and disturb and confront in the name of God cannot be a peacemaker because God's peace only comes God's way in the presence of righteousness. And therefore, being a peacemaker is essentially the result of a righteous, a holy life and the call to embrace others into the same gospel of holiness. Christ's coming to earth was the peace of God coming to earth because only Jesus could remove the sin, which was the great barrier to peace. Ephesians 2, 13 and following. But now in Christ Jesus, you who are formerly far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he himself is our peace. And Colossians 1, 19, for it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him and through him to reconcile all things to himself, having, been made, having made peace through the blood of the cross. How could peace possibly come from the cross. You see, it was at the cross where all of men's hatred and and anger was vented out upon God. It was at the cross where the Son of of God was mocked, cursed and spit upon and pierced and murdered. Jesus' disciples, they fled in fear and the sky flashed lightning and the earth quaked and trembled and the veil in the temple was rent in twain. And yet through all of this violence... God brought peace. Jesus said this, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take courage, for I have overcome the world. You see, only one who belongs to Jesus Christ can be a peacemaker. God can only work through us making peace if he's worked in us making peace. The messengers of peace are believers in Jesus Christ. Only they, only we can be peacemakers. 
Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 that God has called us to peace. And then in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. The ministry of reconciliation. That's the ministry of peacemaking. To reconcile, to bring peace. The ministry of reconciliation. Those to whom God has given peace, he also calls to make peace. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. He's committed to us the word of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were entreating through us. What is the function of an ambassador? It's a representative, a line of communication. We are ambassadors, the scriptures say, of Christ. Now, what are some of the characteristics of a peacemaker? There's four. First, a characteristic is it's one who has himself made peace with God. You see, the gospel is all about peace. Before we came to Christ, we were at enmity with God. Now, we may not have been consciously aware of that, but we had set ourselves up as our own throne. We had set our, ourselves up as our own standard of right and wrong. We'd set up our own values as the value system. We had basically displaced God and God's proper place and sovereignty, and we said we're going to do it our way. That's exactly what took place in the garden. God, I know you told us not to partake of that tree, but I think we've got a better idea. So, Lord, you know, you just leave us alone and we'll take care of ourselves. We'll rule ourselves. We will care for ourselves. We'll give ourselves guidance and direction. We were at enmity with the sovereignty of God until we came to Christ. And then we realized that it was Christ's, it was God's proper place to be the sovereign of our lives. Now, because peace is always corrupted by sin, the peacemaking believer has to have a life that is holy, a life that is continually cleansed by the Holy Spirit. You see, it's sin that breaks our fellowship with God and therefore our peace with God and therefore our peace with fellow men. And the disobedient, self-indulgent Christian is indeed not suited to be an ambassador of peace. Now, the second characteristic of a peacemaker is that he leads others to make peace with God. Now, the Pharisees were the embodiment of what peacemakers are not. They were proud and smug. They were arrogant. They had no concern for the welfare of others. They were only concerned for their own, own rights. The only time that they would ever get along and work with anyone else was for, when it was for their advantage, such as when they worked with the Sadducees in opposing Jesus. But, by contrast... The peacemaking spirit is built on, and listen to this, these are the Beatitudes, humility, sorrow over sin, gentleness, hunger for righteousness, mercy, and purity of heart. So you can see how this Beatitude is built upon the foundation of the Beatitudes that preceded it. G. Campbell Morgan commented that peacemaking is the resultant character of a man who, exemplifying all of the rest of the Beatitudes, thereby brings peace wherever it is that he comes. The purpose of the church, as specified in Acts 10.36, is to preach peace through Jesus Christ. Now, the third characteristic of a peacemaker is that he makes peace between other people. Paul says, so far as it depends on us, we are to be at peace with all men in Romans chapter 12. And Jesus said that, that if we're bringing a gift to God and we bring it to the altar and we remember that some brother has something against us, that we should leave the gift there, go be reconciled to our brother, and then return and give the gift. He even says that we're to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us in order that we might be the sons of our Father which is in heaven. Now, it's easy to love someone who's lovable. 
It's easy to love someone who loves us. But the scene on that cruel hill, that cross of Calvary, was hardly one of lovable people. And yet, Jesus from that cross said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. In a world torn apart by violence of all kinds, what a great way to start the new year, to meditate on the concept of peace and forgiveness. You've been listening to just a two-part series from Pastor Leighton Sheely of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. By the way, the website for the church is highlands.us. That's highlands.us. This is a nonprofit outreach from the church, and uh, our website for this particular ministry is studyversebyverse.com. You can join with us financially and give safely when you go to that website. Again, studyversebyverse.com, and also listen to past broadcasts. More details about what's happening at Church of the Highlands can be found on that website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. I trust you'll have a blessed rest of your day, and we'll be able to join us tomorrow when we'll begin a study, a multi-part study, on the life of Abraham. And we'll open the Word of God and study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.